What up, everybody, and welcome to Studio Day Heffery Day Quarantine. First thing I want to point out, this is where a sticker was, so don't get any weird ideas, okay? It's my Captain Trade Down t-shirt. Mission was accomplished. Today, I want to talk about the Hall of Fame game, which will be tonight, right? Cowboys versus Steelers. And the way I want to do it, if you listen to us on 105.3 The Fan, you've already heard this, but I enjoyed the idea. So I think it's a fun way to preview the Hall of Fame game. We have a list of the guys who will not be playing in the Hall of Fame game. And so I'd like to give you those names and then talk about the guys that I think are worthwhile to keep an eye on uh, while the game is happening. So, for instance... Offensive tackles who are not making the trip. They're not traveling to Canton for the game. Tyron Smith will not be going. Josh Ball, the draft pick, will not be going. So what does that mean? To me, my eyes, eyes on, my eyes are on literally every other offensive tackle. Because while I've been at camp and watching practice, this team looks like they're in trouble if they lose an offensive lineman. And we saw it last year, right? Terrence Steele, uh, Ty Insecki's been brought in. But all of the backup offensive tackles that I've seen working at Cowboys camp look like they are in trouble every time the ball is snapped, basically. So my eyes will be peeled on all of them. I do wonder if guys who made the trip, it means they'll be playing, or if it's just all the healthy guys made the trip. Like Lyle Collins, is he really going to play in preseason game number one? I have my doubts, but if he does, that'd be cool for the fans. But in terms of watching the guys that are going to matter for this team going forward, every single non-Lyle Collins, non-Tyron Smith offensive tackle is important because they are looking for somebody who can be the swing tackle if somebody gets hurt, and all of the guys have had struggles in camp. Next position group. I'll just work my way down the list. So the guy at the top is Bradley Anai. Defensive end, edge, whatever you want to call it. He's not on the plane. Chauncey Golston was not on the plane. Demarcus Lawrence was not on the plane. I hate it for Chauncey Golston. He's a third-round pick that I think is a mini tank. Like, he's not an explosive athletic edge rusher, but he's a powerful, smart, aware uh, defensive end that I think is going to be a solid NFL player for a long time. So he's not playing. Bradley and I is not playing. Tank Lawrence isn't playing. If Randy Gregory gets snaps, obviously we'll have eyes on Randy Gregory to watch him against uh, a different team, against NFL competition, because everybody would rather see the starters than the backups, right? But there is a bunch of dudes that are competing for playing time. If you were to look at their training camp practices right now, the primary backups at the edge position would be Terrell Basham and Dorrance Armstrong. So we'll be watching those guys. We'll be watching everyone else that's trying to either make the team or bang their way into the rotation. Because right now, those are the two primary backups. Terrell Basham, Dorrance Armstrong, they're getting the snaps. You got a bunch of dudes that are um, trying to work their way either into the rotation or into uh, the 53-man roster. And unfortunately, I'm actually just like brain farting right this second. So give me two seconds. So like, for instance, if, no, they really don't. They don't have other 
edges, really. Rondell Carter is a dude that's played well in camp, so I think Rondell Carter is actually playing for something right now. He's out of James Madison. It's his second year, so I'll say he is the one who's probably the most important time for. But on the Cowboys' site, like they list Brent Urban and Carlos Watkins as defensive ends, which maybe you are when it's a three-man line, but those are defensive tackles. Carlos Watkins has been starting when they run a four-man defensive line. So, there you go. That is your edge, guys. Next, Francis Bernard is not making the trip. So, at linebacker, eyes on. Obviously, Micah Parsons. How much does he play? How many places will he line up? That's worth watching. But to me, it's Jabril Cox, fourth-round pick for the Cowboys. Because when they are practicing in training camp, the first-team linebackers, they'll alternate a little bit. But a lot of times, it's Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. The other times, it's Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal. Those are the four that are working with the ones at different times. And then when they're not working with the ones, they're working with the twos. Jabril Cox is working with the third team. But he's a dude that I have a lot of belief in. He's a guy that I think is the sort of player that can turn into an NFL star. The linebackers who are great in coverage in college but not great run-stuffing players, those guys are the ones that can develop into NFL stars. That's your Fred Warner types. Uh, so Jabril Cox is the linebacker that I got eyes on. That's what we're doing there. Next, Amari Cooper is not making the trip. Neither is TJ Vasher, undrafted free agent TJ Vasher, who has not practiced yet. He's been hurt. So at wide receiver, is there anybody worth keeping an eye on? To me, it's Simi Fihoko, your draft pick. Because at camp, you know what Amari Cooper is. CeeDee Lamb's been the absolute superstar of Cowboys training camp. Um, Michael Gallup, you know what you have. Noah Brown is a pretty clear number four on this team so far in camp. Cedric Wilson is a safe bet to make the team. So if they're going to keep six wide receivers, which I think is definitely a possibility, that's where Simi Vihoko slots in. In college, he was a great special team player. And then you would call him an NFL developmental receiver kind of a downfield speed deep threat that his game will have to develop. So he is the guy that to me is worth watching in this bad boy. Next cornerback CJ Goodwin is not making the trip, which calling him a cornerback is generous. He's a special teams player, but uh CJ Goodwin, not on the plane, Jordan Lewis, not on the plane eyes on in this case, I'm going to say Maurice Kennedy. Obviously, I'm most excited to watch Boss Man Fat and, to a lesser extent, Nashawn Wright, the rookies. But Maurice Kennedy is a dude that just keeps making plays at camp. Every time he gets in there, Jordan Lewis has been out a few days. Kennedy's stepping in and making picks. I think he has three picks in camp so far. And not just off the bums, off of Dak Prescott as well. So, Kennedy's my guy that I'm keeping my eyes on because I think he's a guy that has a chance to play his way onto the roster. When you get to camp, you know 45 of the guys that are going to be on the team, at least. Out of the 53, you know a bunch of them. And Kennedy's one of the guys that you would not have probably picked to be on the 53-man roster, but the way he's playing in camp, he's given himself a real chance to be that guy. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, how does he acquit? himself against NFL players, Nashawn Wright, same thing. Kelvin Joseph is out there trying to win a starting job, and I think he's got a decent chance to do it. Anthony Brown's had a good camp, but so has Kelvin Joseph. They're going toe-to-toe. Next position, let's see. Tristan Hill at defensive tackle is not on the plane. So at defensive tackle, eyes on. For me, Neville Gallimore and Oso Digizua. But Neville Gallimore is the guy that has had a really, really good camp, and it's like, oh, wow, 
sometimes these guys do make these leaps. Neville Gallimore is an NFL player has been yeah so far, but looks like he's on an upward trajectory and on his way to potentially becoming uh, an average to above average NFL starter. So Neville Gallimore is the guy that the eyes are on at camp here or at uh, the Hall of Fame game. Malik Hooker not making the trip. So it's safety. My eyes are on DeMonte KZ. He started off camp making some plays, and then there were some days where J. Ron Kirst started running with the ones, and then DeMonte KZ was back out there with the ones as your free safety for the Cowboys. And I think it was the first day Malik Hooker was out there. KZ had a pick six off of Dak coming downhill from the free safety spot. So KZ, to me, is the guy to watch at safety. Blake Jarwin is not on the plane. Which means, eyes on, Sean McKeon, Dalton Schultz is safe, right? Dalton Schultz is going to make the team. Dalton Schultz might be tight end number one for this team between his production last year and his performance in camp this year. I don't think your tight end room has a star player in it. I think they're just a bunch of guys that are okay. But Dalton Schultz might actually end up being tight end one. Sean McKeon is a guy that keeps showing up in camp. Again, nothing athletically special about him but he does the job. He finds the holes in zones. He's able to get open on linebackers. He catches the ball when you throw it to him. So Sean McKeon is playing for a roster spot ahead of Jeremy Sprinkle. And Sean McKeon, I think, might be playing to see if he can be a top two tight end a year from now, and you could save some money by releasing a certain tight end that's making a bunch of money. Uh, Next guy that is not on the plane, Zach Martin, which means at guard, eyes on, Connor McGovern. They had a practice where for a lot of snaps, Connor Williams played center, Connor McGovern played left guard, and probably, 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 that is just getting a look at a contingency in case Tyler Biotish gets hurt. What is it going to look like? Who are we going to play where? But there's also the possibility that they're looking for their best five. And potentially, if they think that Connor McGovern is a better offensive lineman than Tyler Biotish, then that could be your offensive line. I think it's more of a contingency thing in case your center gets hurt, that they were just getting prepared for how that's going to look. But Connor McGovern is the guy that, if he plays really, really well in the preseason, could force them into a decision, whether that is Connor McGovern playing in front of Connor Williams or Connor Williams playing in front of Biotish, which lets Connor McGovern play left guard. Those things are all possible. I did all that. I did the offensive line. Zach Martin's out. I said McGovern. Last guy who is not playing in the Hall of Fame game is kicker Greg Zerline, which means eyes on Hunter Niswander because we're going to watch a punter try to kick field goals or we're going to go team no kick. Team go for it no matter what. I think Niswander and Camp has kicked two extra points. He made them both. So get ready to enjoy watching a punter kick. Let me know who your eyes are on in the Hall of Fame game at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh in the comments. Let you know, let me know what you want to hear about tomorrow, what you want to talk about from the Hall of Fame game, things of that nature, and I'll get you all hooked up on 1053thefan.com and the YouTube. All right, um, random question. What's your favorite snack, favorite, favorite chip or cracker? Like mine would be goldfish. Maybe you're a Doritos guy. I was trying to go healthy, so I bought cauliflower crackers. No. Cauliflower pizza, good. Cauliflower crackers, not good. All right, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye.